0: Warning, the cases that I talk about here are under the assumption that the individuals that are accused allegedly committed these crimes unless they have been convicted in court for the, for the crimes that they have been charged with. This is by no means me making any kind of accusations whatsoever. I am simply commenting on news articles and stories that have been shared with me through individuals who may or may not have experienced these said stories. This is not fact. This is purely my opinion. Unless they have been through court and they have been convicted. Please understand that moving forward. Thank you. Trigger warning. The podcast you're about to listen to may contain sexual and violent acts committed against men, women, and children. If such acts offend you in any way, please do not listen any further. This podcast was made for an audience of 18 years and older and contains mature and explicit content. Also, this podcast may also contain a high level of profanity and explicit language. If such things offend you in any way, shape, or form, please do not listen to the podcast any further. This is your last trigger warning. If anything that I mentioned above offends you, please do not listen. Thank you. Hey everybody, this is Jeremy with the Man Apart Podcast. This podcast covers rape and pedophilia cases, as well as highlight organizations that make it their mission in this world to fight for children. I appreciate you clicking on to my podcast and listening to these episodes. I also have survivor interviews that I share as well, which can be very graphic and heavy. But as much needed to be heard in this day and age. Because, like a lot of people, I myself was not aware of how troubling and how deep this issue really was. Until I started hearing survivors and listening to the heinous and horrific things they went through. So thank you for clicking on this podcast and listening to these stories. While I know they're deep and disturbing, we need to know what goes on with the victims and survivors and what they went through so that we can try to identify the problem and then we can figure out how to solve the problem. My podcast is not for the light of heart. It's not for the faint-hearted at all. It's not for anybody with a weak stomach. These stories will change you mentally. They will make you question your faith. They will make you wonder, why is it that The systems that are in place do not protect children and do not give justice to survivors. And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to make you think. I wanted to make you go and be curious enough to do the research as well and to go out there and seek the answers and find the truth to all of this because somebody has to. I myself was just a man who was tired of seeing these babies being harmed and from there it grew. And I found out so many different traumas that I never knew existed. So thank you for joining me on this journey. Thank you for clicking on this episode. Thank you for supporting me. It does mean a lot, and it's much appreciated. And I'm glad to know that since I've started this journey, there are so many individuals out there that care about protecting children and helping survivors like I do. With that, here's the latest episode. Hey everybody, this is Jeremy with the Man Apart Podcast. This is going to be episode 67, titled TikTok and the Predator Problem. Oh, so, TikTok. I've been on it for quite a while now, a little over a year. And I gotta say, I have a love-hate relationship with TikTok. I love it for the fact is, is that there's a lot of these interviews that y'all have gotten to hear because of tiktok there's a lot of people that i connected with because of tiktok there's a lot of love that i found in in the community of survivors because of tiktok however when it comes to hunting predators when it comes to hunting down these pedophiles and outing them and letting people know that there are registered sex offenders on the platform tiktok's tiktok's like reporting uh process is fucking garbage like it is just stupid and on top of it what a lot of people don't know and don't realize about TikTok is is that well I don't think it's official it's kind of a process of elimination and just simple logic when you try to go and look at their guidelines and what they're what they're about and what you do on the on the platform but apparently a couple people have have a working theory that pedophilia It's considered a sexual orientation, and it's considered a protected sexual orientation on TikTok. And because of that, if you call out pedophiles, you're harassing and bullying pedophiles. So what what does TikTok do? Take down the videos. And what do they do after that? If you have too many fucking strikes, they ban your accounts. And that's the problem that people have on TikTok and with TikTok. They want to make... They, they officially make statements talking about they want to make this a safe place for kids. They have guidelines that talk about in their guidelines, in TikTok's guidelines, it says that if you are a registered sex offender, right, if you are convicted of, of child sex crimes or sex crimes of any kind, uh, you're not you're not supposed to even be on that platform. You're not allowed to be on that platform when predator hunters let TikTok know that they don't do jack shit. To take down these pedophiles. That's garbage. Okay. On the other flip side as well. If somebody doesn't like you. All they got to do. Is mass report your account. And your shit can either. Your videos will be taken down. Or you can get banned. I've heard of people getting their shit banned overnight. Because of TikTok's reporting system. I have friends who have had to wait weeks at a time. To get their accounts back. Because somebody went in there and mass reported them for garbage reasons or whatever like that, and then TikTok has to go and actually review all the videos and make sure that this was a good profile to keep to keep up with, right? To keep. And I mean, hell, I've seen people who get you know, I've, I've seen people and talk to people who got their accounts banned when they had like over a hundred thousand followers. 20,000 followers 8,000 250,000 like it, it just all depends if you're not verified they'll fuck with you like even Chris Hansen Chris Hansen is on is on this platform right Chris Hansen's on TikTok we've known this man the same man who's been hunting pedophiles online for the last damn near 20 years and TikTok will not verify him how many you know it's odd how they pick and choose who they whose accounts they want to keep up, whose accounts they want to you know whose accounts they want to take down and everything like that. The moment you start speaking about predators being on their app, you become a target for not only just the pedophiles on there, but for also the trolling communities as well. It's so many different rabbit holes to go into, right? So my experience with it. I like connecting to survivors because you learn people's stories, you get to meet people, you get to see them past, you know, what their story is and know what they're about and figure out why they're about what they're about in life as well. And that's what I love about it. I mean, that's how I got to meet Sabrina, who's my co-host on here. And, you know, there's a couple, there's a lot of other people as well on the platform that I maybe I should do I've been asking them to come on the podcast, by the way. So, you know, it's just all about time, their cases, schedules, just all those type of factors coming into play, right? But anyway, not talking about interviews. I want to talk about TikTok and the pedophile problem we got on there. So, there's a lot of pedophile hunters I know that are on there like two dozen or, you know, I don't know, if, like they've had like at like 40 accounts by now. There's there some that t- they're like, I'm on account 40. And the reason is, is because they, TikTok can ban your shit all live long day. The good news is, is that you can just get a new email, create a new account and they can't ban you, you know, until, those people that got you banned in the first place, they see your account pop up again, they start banning you again. And people have gotten, just like how the pedophiles are getting creative, we've had to get creative as well. You know, people have different names, people have different types of accounts. They don't show their faces, they make it, or they make, they type their name in to make it hard to go and find, you know, to go search their name and everything like that in the search engine. Uh, some people have been doing that. And so uh, some people just have private accounts now. Just all depends on what you got. Yeah, I mean, it's just been a—it's frustrating. It's so damn frustrating. I mean, I remember, and I'm—I'm going to be doing an episode on this little asshole, uh, Jupiter or Corbin or Corbin Pinnell, is what his name is, guy out of uh, Nampa, Idaho. 25 year old male, greasy, grungy, just trollish looking piece of shit, uh, was going around asking like underage girls for nudes and everything, for uh, naked pictures of them and everything like that. And then he was, this little piece of shit was sending like, was on Discord after he find these girls on TikTok, get them on the Discord, and then he would take like showers of himself. On like a, like a private chat and like live stream it to these kids and shit. And then told these kids that if, you know, it's okay to send him nudes and everything like that. Like he, he, he was just a creepy fuck. And there's so much more to him. It just, the level of cringe and crazy just goes beyond, you know, uh, 10 out of 10. And it was a wild story. And because I did call out videos on him. Uh, I had, I think I did about maybe, shit, man, I I know I did at least over 20 call-out videos on him, but I know about at least a good seven or eight of them got taken down for bullshit, garbage reasons. Uh, And it was mainly him and his little posse of of little fuckheads that wanted to go there and uh, get everybody to, to stop talking about how he was a pedophile piece of shit. And come to find out later on, his fiance, who, when she was 14 and he was 18, he put hands on her and uh, sexually assaulted her, molested her. So yeah, it was important that we got this guy off the streets. Now, all I know for sure is all his devices got taken. I don't know if, I don't know if the NAMpa Police Department even made any arrest yet or not. I haven't seen anything or heard anything. and uh, you know how investigations take. they take a long fucking time, unfortunately. You know, maybe they need to have woody Overton on the case you know because I think uh they they'd get a little bit more of a quicker resolve in my opinion but hey and shout out to woody Overton in real life real crime by the way i think he would if he would see what's going on in law enforcement I think he would be changing his mind on some things as well not to say that I don't support law enforcement just there's there's good cops and bad cops right and there's some that are just in it in it to just make their community better. And there's some that you could just tell we're in it for a paycheck that ain't worth the fuck. And that's where I'm gonna leave that at. But yeah. So Corbin Panel. He finally got all his devices taken away because he was getting platformed. He was and what what I mean by platformed was Basically, he was getting a shit ton of followers really quickly. Mainly, it was kids because these kids would see... See, I, I got to go into Corbin Panel, and I, I'm, that's a separate episode. So, no, I'm not going to go into him right now. That'll be for another episode when I have some, when I have some other guests that were involved with helping taking this, this guy off the platform. The other issues with the platform, since I'm just going to move on and steamroll this fucking thing. <laughs> uh, the other issues is words. You have to use creative wordplay now on TikTok, which is stupid. So if you want to report on something, you can't even say murder. You can't even say um, killed or death even. You can't even say rape or molestation. like As an official capacity, like if you're reporting the news or something, you can't even say that. Which is weird and odd because they have some people, journalists, I've seen that are on there, they're able to do it, and there's some that can't. So what happens? They have to use creative wordplay. Like I don't like even on my TikTok videos, you won't see me say pedophile or pedo. You'll see me say piedo, or instead of pedophilia, I'll say pietophila. Right? Some people say p three d o. Some people say PDF file. You know, it's just different or different wordplay now. Of course, a lot of us will use, like, diaper sniper, baby diddler, you know, diaper sniffer, kitty diddler, things of that sort of nature. And you all can get the gist of what that means. But if I say the word pedophile or pedo at all, in any of my fucking videos, it gets taken down. If I say rape at all, it gets fucking taken down. It's like, I understand that they have people out there that were probably saying, like, I'm going to rape you and shit like that and everything, but... At the same time, when you're reporting on a rape, if you're reporting or you're trying to say, hey, look, you know, rape is wrong, and you get your video taken down, what kind of signal is TikTok, like, really sending to people, right? I mean, it, when you allow this fucking automated system, this reporting system that you have, because I believe it's some automated-ass bullshit system, I don't believe there's a person that actually is looking at the flags and going, oh, yeah, let's take this down, no, no. They're letting it. They're letting an automated system use it, and once they get to so many different, you know, people flagging it down, and everything it'll just flag it down automatically. And it's your job to appeal the fucking video. Like fuck off! What bullshit and garbage that is! I don't know. I'm ranting too about it because it does piss me off. The fact that we have to say Pieto or "unalive" or "grape" or "smurder." or, you know, baby diddler, or, or, or all these, oh, oh, and when it comes to saying, like, molestation, I gotta go moo-lestation, so my, my video doesn't get flagged down. That, for anybody that, that's been hunting pedophiles, they already know all this, and so I'm not really saying anything that they don't know, they're just like, finally somebody's putting on a podcast out there, because it's stupid as shit. This is, this is, like, it's been one of the best and most dumbest experiences I've ever been on in my entire fucking life. The fact that I can connect with so many people so well, so quickly, and learn so much in such a short amount of time, yet the platform you build can get taken away so fucking easily. But I will tell you this, it's a two-edged sword. And that coin does flip the other way for them pedophiles as well. And here's what I don't get. There's some pedophiles out there that admit they're fucking pedophiles and thinking that they're going to be protected on the platform. That's what gets me. That's what boggles my fucking mind. I, and there's like two of them that come to mind recently. And one of them and another one is actually on the run right now, I think. And they trying to get his ass. But here's two of them. And, it come, and they actually came out of the Norse pagan community, and which I have a lot of love for that community because once they found out that these guys were pedophiles, uh, they ran their asses out fucking quick. All right. They don't give a fuck. They're not gonna protect and, and make excuses for and sympathize with pedophiles in their community. No. They're gonna they're gonna run your ass the fuck out and you're gonna run the fuck off these platforms and everything like that. And that was a guy named Tear Bear, Terry. He went by Tear Bear and uh, the Alaskan fuck, Alaskan Viking chief is what his name was. Um, I can't remember Terry's last name, and I think Ian Beck was the, uh, was the Alaskan, uh, Viking chief's, uh, name as well. Yeah. So those two were on fucking TikTok, and these little jackasses fucking sat there and admitted that they were pedophiles, right? Like, 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 they were admitted they were, they were convicted sex offenders, trying to explain their charges away and shit like that. No, motherfucker, um... You know, like Terry, fucking touching kids and shit like that, uh, get your fucking little chomo ass off the fucking platform, flat out. And you, Mr. Ian Beck, get your little fucking pedophile, weasel-face-looking ass off the platform as well. Mr., you know, I'm a badass, alpha male, fucking Norse pagan chief who works at fucking Olive Garden. Yeah. And Terry, I don't know what the fuck he did, but he he was just a fucking jackass. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be cussing and hollering and ranting and raving, but y'all kind of know what this uh, this podcast is about. Y'all know that I don't I don't stand or tolerate pedophiles. Y'all know I don't like them. You know that the reason why I don't like them is because I've heard enough survivors and the scars that they carry. So it's not just like I have some hatred just to hate somebody. I have a hatred for them because I've listened to enough victims and enough survivors to have a to to warrant that fucking hatred. And that's why I'm passionate about it. But yeah, I mean, it's a two-edged sword for them, so they can get mass-reported, and they get their shit taken down. They get mad pissed off, and they get their little chomo buddies, and they unite, and they try to go take down the people that called them out. Because they don't like the, the fact they lost their platforms. Well, motherfucker, we don't like that you're on a platform where there's a lot of kids on here, you know? It wouldn't be no different if you was inside of a church where there's families and children and everything like that, how I feel about that, you know? So, eh, fuck them. <laughs> that being said, it's, it's a weird thing with this algorithm and this platform. And that how it takes so much dedication and effort to get these pedophiles off the platform. Y'all, y'all, y'all just don't realize it, how much it does take. I've seen it in the backgrounds. And I've, I've talked to the people that are, that are doing it. I mean, I've done it too. I have to fill out reports. You have to go on their website and fill out, like, go to their legal department and fill out reports and screenshots and even give them a screenshot of their own fucking guidelines and say, hey, in, per your guidelines, this individual is not allowed there. And this is this individual's identity and their registry information, who they are. And here's a video where they said they're even a level two sex offender. Like, and still takes time for TikTok to want to uh, take down those accounts. That's what gets me. If these people are about protect, wanting to create a safe atmosphere for children, then let's fucking do it all the way. You cannot protect pedophilia as a sexuality. All right, TikTok. Let me say that again. Pedophilia is not a fucking sexuality. And it's not gonna be a protected one either. Flat out, point fucking blank. Because that's what TikTok's doing. They're wanting to protect what they call what they call pedophiles now, maps. And that ain't sticking, by the way. I don't think anybody's starting to call them maps. And when I hear somebody call them maps, my ears fucking like perk up really fucking tall. And I start looking at a motherfucker very funny. Very funny when they they start calling them maps. Like, uh, no, you baby-raping, supporting motherfuckers, those are pedophiles or baby-rapers. That's all there is. I know. It doesn't sound intelligent. It doesn't sound like I'm a logical, thinking human being. Well, their crimes are not intelligent. Their crimes are not logical. Their crimes goes against humanity as far as I'm concerned. So if they want to do things that are not, Intelligent. Then I'm going to fucking do things that are not intelligent either. How about that? How about I sound a little bit unintelligent. And I sound a little savage. And a little fucking crass. And brutish. And crazy. All in the same fucking tone. How about that? That's how I feel. Because fuck them pedophiles. Fuck them chomo motherfuckers. Alright. Flat out. I, stay, I will die on that fucking hill. That's the hill, that's the fucking line in the sand, that's the hill I die on. They don't have no right to fucking life or access or anything like that to children or polite society whatsoever. Get the fuck out of these towns, get the fuck out of these cities, go find your own communities, go live on an island somewhere, Wherever the fuck, you know, get, go go ask Elon, Mar- Elon Musk to build you a rocket to Mars. There you go. Get the fuck off the planet. That's how I feel about it. Because when you want to hurt children, and oh, by the way, uh, fucking a child is not loving a child, by the way. So you're hurting a child when you do that. Because these pedophiles like to think what they do is not hurting a child. Yeah, when you rape a child, yeah. Because that's what you're doing. You're raping a child. Because they are not old enough to consent to something like that. That's why there's laws fucking set in place. Uh, Yeah, you're hurting that child. You're causing that child to have damage mental damage for later on in life to have to unpack and deal with. So fuck you pedophiles. That's fuck you child molesting pieces of shit. That's what I gotta say. And to all you pedophiles that are on TikTok and to the ones that are listening to my podcast, because I know you fuckers are listening, uh, I have no problem with making sure that you meet a fucking wood chipper feet fucking first. Like I don't I I don't know if, if I can make that clear enough. To pedophiles out there. I don't know if I could just fucking sear that into your fucking minds. How I feel. And I'm not scared to fucking die. Either. I'm not scared to go into that great beyond. Whether I go to heaven or Valhalla baby. I'm going to one of them fucking places. Alright. Either praise Jesus or praise Odin. I don't give a shit. I'm going to get my fucking warrior's death one way or the other. Because this is a cause that I will sacrifice my entire life for. Flat out. Point Point blank. Because I don't give a shit about fame, money, or clout. I don't care for those things. You can't buy me out. You can't fucking silence me. And I continue to grow. Inch by inch. Foot by foot. I clawing my fucking way up there. To getting that message out there. But it's growing. And it's going out there. And I don't care if this episode got a lot of plays or not. It's important for people to know who aren't on TikTok to know what's going on with the predators out there. And my best advice for any of you, any of you parents out there, keep your fucking kids off this app. Off of all these apps, okay? Because not only do you have TikTok, what's going on too is that the pedophiles out there, they're going to Likey now. There's an app called Likey, right, Make sure you get your kids phoned, check, and see if there's an app called Likey on there. Get your kids off that fucking app. You know. Uh it because most of the pedophiles that get run off of TikTok go straight to fucking Likey. Yeah. Convicted sex offenders. Go on Likey. And apparently that's a whole nother fucking like a whole nother fucking league and sport of bullshittery that we gotta go deal with as well that me and friends that I know have to go fucking deal with. Because it is fucking massively bad over there. And Facebook, y'all. Facebook that's been around forever. Oh, Facebook is really bad. Um, all you parents that take pictures of your kids. Stop making that shit public. Stop having your children's photos on social media. And I'll tell you why. Because of the fact is that these predators... Are taking your kids' photos. Not all of them yet, because they haven't made it easy enough to do so. But there's some that are taking them, putting them on in videos to make child pornography or what they call now CSAM, which stands for child sexual abuse material. Uh, they use their face to create child porn. And now there's a legal air there's a legal matter with that because technically. According to the law, the way the law sees it, that's not really a child. Like the person that produces it, it's not a physical child. It was just a generated image. So how do they, you know, how do they arrest people for that? Right? They're trying to figure those laws out now. Just to let y'all know. So this is this obviously had to be a big enough problem for them to refigure out the laws. So the reason they're getting all these images is from. All of you parents, all you nice, sweet, loving, kind-hearted, hard-working individuals out there that you want to provide for your kids and want to create a good life for them and everything, these little fucking baby-raping scumbags want to sit there and take your precious child's, your son or daughter's uh, photos and use them to make child porn with. How fucking sickening is this world, y'all? Like, I just want to take a fucking blowtorch to these motherfuckers, okay? I just, I just do. I'm sorry if you ever if you ever looked up what the medieval torture device the Spanish donkey is, that's what I want to do, to those motherfuckers. okay. Flat out. Like I'm sorry, I'm you know some people think I'm too violent and shit like that. but let me tell you something when I hear when I see the tears and I hear the, the sobbing coming out of these victims, the survivors is, you know uh, from their stories and everything like that, the, even the stories I've had here on this on this podcast, and it don't break your heart. I don't know what won't. You know. I, I Or I don't know what will break your heart. Because these stories do break my heart. And it's because of those stories. And the love that these people give out. To just people like myself. It's heartbreaking. You know. The other night I had. I listened to a recording. From somebody that I know. Talking about what their rape did to them. And how their rapist is getting off kind of pretty fucking easily and with the little sweetheart deal that they got i didn't know what to do because i just i could hear the defeat the hopelessness the despair in that person's voice and just the the feelings of just being scared and, and vulnerable like it's is why i fight you know it's why i fight on this platform Because these monsters are on all these different social media platforms. And I know I said about TikTok and everything, but in all honesty, y'all, they're everywhere. Don't have your kids on Snapchat. Don't have your kids on Likey. Mm -hmm. Don't have your kids on TikTok. You know, keep your kids' pictures private on fucking Facebook and Instagram, okay? These, like Sabrina says, all right, like my co-host Sabrina says, where there are children present... There are predators around, flat out, and like another friend of mine says, predators come in all shapes and sizes. Now people fuck with me sometimes and think that you know because of how I look and everything, you know, they'll tell me that I look like a fucking chomo and everything, which, you know, off. off. All jokes aside, if people don't like my Mac Daddy 3000 glasses that I got on and everything like that, well, you know, you can kiss my ass on that one because I like them damn glasses. But they say I look like a fucking chomo. I've had people tell me that, that I look like a chomo. But real survivors, because I don't hear that often from survivors because of the fact is survivors know that pedophiles don't have a certain look. Right? And so they get offended for me and I'm like, it's fine, you know. I know I know those jokes and everything like that. I've I've had those jokes. I've had the uh, fat jokes. I've had you know the ugly jokes, the bald jokes, all kind of jokes toward me on that one. So don't really give a shit, you know. <sighs> At the same time, or I digress, I guess. As a friend of mine told me, I need to do when I go on certain rants. I digress. TikTok, while it's got its You know, it's got its good features to it and everything like that. It does need a lot of work. It needs to have a revamped reporting system. It needs to have the ability, it needs to have the community guidelines a lot more clear. Because whenever they can't find a reason to ban your your video or take down your video, they just say it's against community guideline violations. And they don't explain why. And they do that shit for a reason. So they can keep it vague. So they keep you fucking guessing. And you keep fucking up. That's what I'm assuming. I mean. You would think they'd want you to. To know. To learn. So you can keep making content. And keep building an audience. On the platform. But no. Nope. 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 It's just. I, it baffles me y'all. It really does. It, it, The platform baffles me. And while I like it. And I enjoy it. It's because I enjoy a sense of community and family on there. I, I just look at it and go, ah, why? Why are they wanting to protect pedophiles? We're not going to accept them. There's no fucking way we're going to accept these these individuals in this into society. There's no way that you, the working class people, would want to allow that. And if you get too wrapped up in your mortgages and your fucking light bills and your jobs and shit like that these motherfuckers will be put into society and then guess what they'll start trying to go after your fucking kids and you won't be able to legally do shit about it if they make pedophilia legal think about that you think oh well, they're not gonna come near my kids well, what's gonna stop them you you gonna break the law Mr. Law-abiding citizen Miss law Law-abiding citizen yeah I'm gonna go to jail and what about the rest of your kids see what I'm saying they, they're trying to get us fucked. Here's the problem, though. We outnumber them. A thousand to one. We could fuck them over a whole lot easier, but nobody wants to do that. Everybody wants to be wrapped up in their own little fucking lives and shit. So y'all keep being wrapped up in y'all's lives if y'all want to. Y'all keep being wrapped up in these jobs and everything like that and paying all these bills and whatnot and everything like that. And not realizing that there's monsters with free time on their hands who's trying to fuck over your family. Who's trying to take advantage of your children? Who's trying to do horrible, nasty, fucking monstrous, heinous shit to your little ones? You understand? Wake the fuck up. Wake up the people around you. Let them know that there is a fire in the house and that we need to put it out. Okay? That's the issue, y'all. These pedophiles, these predators, they're on the platforms. And they might even be friends with you. They might be mutuals or, or they might be following your content. I guarantee you, the little video on TikTok of a baby sucking on a lemon and everything like that, it's the reason why it's got over 500,000 fucking likes. And it's not because the baby's fucking cute. All right, It's the reason why they got a bunch of people favoring it and downloading it and everything like that. It's not because, all oh, look, a sweet little baby. Maybe some of them are. But the majority of them, no. The reason why baby videos do so fucking well... Because you got fucking baby rapers on the platform, y'all. Keep your fucking kids off of social media. Flat out. I I cannot stand it. And I understand they have people that have their kids on there and everything like that. Look, I ain't going out to attack them or anything like... Or nothing like that. But please... I I say keep your kids off the platform because I care. Not because I don't want... I'm not here to control your life. If it wasn't for these pedophiles... I'd say have them on there more often then. You know, shit, put your kids on there. Let let, let them, let them express themselves if it was a safe environment to do so. But it's not. It's not safe. It's not anything for them to be on at all. Wait till they're older. Document everything privately. You can put everything privately, you know, only yourself. Not everybody has to see who your kids are, you know. And that's sad because, you know, I want y'all to have those happy moments and them with the people you love and care about. But at the same time, you know as well as I do, you, you know you don't put your kid out in the middle of a fucking crack, you know, cracked out neighborhood and, and expect, you know, with a with a wad full of cash in their pocket and, you know, hope for the best that they don't get fucking robbed. Don't work that fucking way, y'all. Y'all know this. It don't fucking work that way. So. I just hope that if you decide to go predator hunting on TikTok, be careful. Uh, if you don't have to, don't use your face and your name if you don't need to. Create, create fake accounts. That way you can have a, an, another account for just yourself and everything like that. Uh, use creative wordplay. You know, Remember the creative wordplay that I said. P-8-O is one word. Uh, or P-3-D-O. Uh, grape, uh, also they even, they use acronyms for everything too as well. I forgot about that. Sorry, y'all. Uh, CSA is child sexual assault. SA is sexual assault. DV is domestic violence. So on and so forth. And so, you have to use that creative wordplay. You have to use, you know, um, very selective language when it comes to dealing with pedophiles and predators on there. And it's just... It's a draining process. It fucking drains you. And not only does it drain you mentally, but then the emotional aspect of hunting pedophiles on there and the shit that they say to you, thinking that you're a child. Uh, it's horrible. It's disgusting. There are some disgusting men and women in this fucking world. And they sicken the fuck out of me. But... Uh, if I had a superpower, it would be to bring you back from the dead, and I would bring pedophiles back from the dead just to kill them again. If it if if killing them was a legal profession. And I'm just saying that hypothetically also. I don't condone vigilante justice in any kind of way, shape or form according to the guidelines and terms of service of Spotify <clears throat> or any other platform that I'm on currently. All I'm doing is talking about wanting to kill pedophiles. On a video game called Minecraft. That's it. It's a special type of enemy on Minecraft. That's all I'm t- referring to and talking about. Not talking about any instances of real life at all, whatsoever. <clears throat> you see, that's the issue. Freedom of speech. Our speech cannot be used in the way we want to use it because of those almighty advertising dollars and what they want to protect I will say though that I'm very thankful to be on this platform or whatever platform you're to me on because at least I'm able to be a little more uncensored a little more trust me y'all wouldn't want to know what's in my fucking head when it comes to how we're going to deal with pedophiles some of y'all do, some of y'all don't and for the ones that do I like your level of crazy as well the ones that don't I understand. And I love you. And I thank you for the support either way. As long as you're supporting it, you know. Either stand up or stand aside. That's how I feel about it, right? And there's other ways of dealing with pedophiles and just the way I want to deal with it. If you can get them legally, let's get them legally. Like, I really do believe in that aspect, right? Like, I believe, like, we should get them legally. They should have harsh sentencing. They should not have these suspended sentences, these sweetheart deals. None of this bullshit for them. Fuck them. You know, let them go into fucking, uh, you know, Chin pop with a bunch of lifers, and let's see if they make it out. And if you start doing that, you know, I mean, fuck. Maybe they, you know, maybe they'll realize. Well, shit, you know. Bobby went to prison and got fucking killed because he was touching kids, and you know, Frankie went to prison because he he got can he got killed touching kids. You know, if I end up fucking touching kids, I'll go to prison. I'll get killed. Maybe I shouldn't touch kids. Novel idea, right, pedophile? Novel fucking idea. Don't touch kids and you won't lose your life. What? What? Yeah. You know, it's, it's a novel idea. Keep your fucking hands to yourselves and you won't possibly lose your life in prison. huh? Or in the streets. You know? That's just how it goes, pedophile. So I just want to let you know that. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I didn't know if this was going to be a, I didn't know how how I was going to do this video. I really didn't have a plan for it, obviously, as you can tell. I do wing it a lot of the times as well, like some some podcasters do. I just kind of pick a topic and go with it in my head. And uh, there's times where I have stories I've researched and everything like that. But for the most part, I just let people know how I feel and for those that support me for those that listen they like they share it out they they do all these things for me i appreciate you and i thank you from the bottom of my heart i thank each and every single one of you for speaking up for me and saying how how well i you know that you are that you love and and appreciate and support me and that you're proud of me and that you think it's a good thing that i come out there and make my voice known to the world and let people know how i feel about pedophiles and how I want to help survivors and everything like that like that's to me that's a wonderful thing and I've helped so many other different types of survivors too it's not just survivors of pedophilia it's also rape survivors it's also domestic violence survivors I even did a cold case murder on this podcast in case you're listening to this episode for the first time I've interviewed a have interviewed a woman that killed a pedophile went to prison for it and shared her story in eight episodes by the way which I recommend you go listen to the Samantha Haynes Chronicles, and then there's also another lady whose mother got killed in a domestic violence situation. Uh, that's Nicole Washelishan. Say that three times fast. Uh, but Nikki uh, is also on here as well, and it, that was my first cold case murder that I've ever done, as well as um, you know Elise and Big Red. That was a that was a story for the you know that was a good love story. It started out bad, but it ended out good. And that was a domestic violence case, domestic violence story, I should say. And it's actually my top played episode right now on this podcast, episode forty eight. So, I, obviously, I did, I hit some good little magic on there and everything like that because it was a good, it was pretty much a good interview. Uh, the beginning was rough, but. We all started talking about marriage. We all started talking about what life was like and everything like that. Had a few funny moments here and there. It's worth listening to, y'all. That being said, all I can tell all of you right now is just to keep your kids off these platforms and watch who interacts with your children, you know. Anybody that's wanting to spend just exclusive time with your children, I would be very hesitant in this day and age of. I don't give a fuck if it's grandma and grandpa, if it's a family friend or anybody for that matter anymore. Like for all the stories I've heard, nah. Like if they're just wanting exclusive time and everything, nah, just keep, keep a mindful eye. Obviously, you don't want to be like, I don't trust nobody around my kids. Nobody gets to see my kids, but there's balance. Don't be fucking stupid in this world. So I tell anybody, don't be stupid now. You know, it's one thing to be it's one thing to be cautious and protective, but you don't ever thought that. And it's another thing to to be loving and caring and everything, but don't be fucking stupid. Don't be stupid with that. That's all I can tell anybody. All I can say is is that um to protect all children, even if they're not your own. That's our duty. To give children a safe childhood. And the Bowman see. And the Bowman never forget. Much love. We must carry on. Remember, y'all be good or be good at it. I love you. Oh, and one other thing. Click uh, Click on the episode description. Hit more. If you want to support the podcast. There's a support the podcast feature on there. You know, you can give one to five to ten dollars a month if you want to. If you want to help me out? It's very much appreciated, but not necessary. And I'll still keep putting this out there for free. But I'm still gonna go ahead and pimp out the fucking support the podcast option because I'm not putting this podcast behind a paywall. So I don't. I didn't think it'd be right to do so. But I hope you love me enough and care enough about me that you wanna uh, want to help me out. 'Cause it will help out the podcast. It'll help pay for marketing and everything like that. Getting out there further. And then getting, you know, my co host and my sister, Sabrina, some money. Get her paid, baby. Cause I want to get her paid. I wanted I wanted to be able to 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 make money off this podcast too. And uh marketing and, and Sabrina are my first two priorities. I should be doing a studio but or or some kind of quiet little booth somewhere. But um I'm working on uh Voice cracked for a second. Felt like I was in seventh grade. I'm working on that, too. So, uh, yeah. It's a lot of shit going on, y'all. Look, I love y'all. Be safe. Take care. Support the podcast if you can. If you can't support it financially, you know that share button's always free. Put it on your socials. Tell your friends about it. Word of mouth's always good, too. Tell your mama, tell your daddy, and tell the plumber down the street, all right? Love y'all. Be good or be good at it. Baba